Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. A little bit of dynasty talk here late at night. Graveyard crew, file on in. This is the Dynasty Channel. We're talking dynasty fantasy football relating to all the news we talked about today on the main channel. We're going to hit it from a dynasty football perspective, a dynasty fantasy football angle. All the stuff we talked about today. The Fantasy Football Show Dynasty Edition here on the Dynasty Channel. Subscribe if you're new. It begins right now. FantasyFootballShow.com Studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You are watching the Dynasty channel ladies and gentlemen so if you're here from the main channel and you don't know it you don't know that you're you're live on the dynasty channel make sure you're subscribed first and foremost let me let me minimize this and put dynasty on the screen just to make sure anybody here uh new knows that they need to subscribe okay so we're going to discuss um a few things one of which and we're going to kick it off with saquon barkley and talk about this guy's dynasty value because he is in a situation in New York where we don't know what his future holds. We don't know how long he's going to be in New York. Is he going to sign some sort of contract extension or is he going to sign this tag and play on the tag for for the one year? Um, right now he's holding out potentially. The, the news right here, the most recent piece of news from Ian Rappaport was that among franchise players tagged, Tony Pollard has signed his tag. Josh Jacobs, Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, and Evan Ingram have not. And uh, below that, you can see the Kim Jones post. I'm told Saquon Barkley will not be signing the franchise tag. Therefore, he will not be eligible to participate when the New York Giants offseason program begins Monday. More to come. Um, from a dynasty perspective, like you got to think a couple things here. Number one, appreciate Travis being in the building. Appreciate uh, Sandu being here. Graveyard crew, Sam in the building. You guys want to dial in the phone numbers at the bottom of the screen. Feel free to dial on and hit that thumb up button on your way in the door. From a dynasty perspective, in the in the chat, throw your your thoughts on if you like Barkley in the top fifteen, top twelve. Uh, very curious, Thomas. Appreciate you. Um, very curious wh- where you guys rank him. Is it any higher in Dynasty than it is Redraft? And if you could put a number on it, like a 15 overall pick, top 12 to 15 overall pick, if you have to put a range, that'll work too. But where's this guy um, ranking? Ada, what's up? Hit that thumb up button and subscribe if you're new. Where is Saquon Barkley ranking for you in Fantasy Football 2023 Dynasty? Startup. Uh, two to three year mindset, whatever you want to lay out or map out in terms of what you're looking at for Dynasty. If you're in a more of a win now mentality, you can speak to that. I, I'm, I'm honestly willing to talk about whatever you guys want in terms of Barkley and Dynasty. Um, if I'm drafting in a Dynasty startup, I can't imagine. I can't imagine drafting 
him any lower or higher than I would say this 11 overall pick. So this is round one, this is round two. So no earlier than maybe 10, 11. And no later than I would say like 18 to 20. Does that sound right? I can't imagine you getting him in round three. I can't imagine you taking him much higher than the bottom of round one. But I think he deserves some respect in that like round two territory. Does anybody feel very strongly against that valuation? From a dynasty perspective, looking at my own TheFantasyFootballShow.com rankings, which you can find at TheFantasyFootballShow.com. Um, looking at my own set of rankings, I'd probably say, let's see where I rank this guy. I mean, off the top of my head, that's the value range I have. But if I look at my dynasty rankings, let's see. Yeah, I mean, you got Jamar Chase, you got JJ, you got potentially Bijan Brees and Kenneth Walker all above him. He could range anywhere between six, seven, five, eight overall for running backs put in two quarterbacks, maybe three quarterbacks in Dynasty. I value quarterbacks higher than I do in redraft. So, honestly, I probably draft um, at least two or three quarterbacks, if not all four, the big four, above them, just because I, I just value quarterbacks that way. Especially when you get, like, Mahomes for 10 years, 10-plus years. You get Burrow for 10-plus years. You get Josh Allen for another 8 to 10 years. You get Jalen Hurts for about 10 years. That's a long time. So you factor in Chase, J.J., and then you go Bijan, Brees, Walker, quarterbacks, maybe a, a Chris Olave or a Garrett Wilson if you dare. And it's like, that, that's about right. That's about right. It's about 10, 11, 12 overall down to the very the very least uh, or the, the lowest you, you would find them at all would be like 15 to 18 is kind of my thinking. And so at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself this. If Barkley doesn't sign a long-term deal in New York, is there risk to overpaying if you over if you buy him at that value? The answer is probably no, because if he's a free agent next year, he's probably not going to pick a bad location. He's going to have his choice of you know whatever he wants, and if he plays badly, then he's not going to be. This is a moot point. A moot point anyway. So I'd probably say like maybe his situation gets a little better if he goes elsewhere. He's pretty good where he is. He's a focal point of this offense. They want to run a lot through him. But Danny Dimes can vulture touchdowns on the ground. He can vulture opportunities. And while I think there's still enough to go around to make Barkley worth where we ranked him, I mean, I, I, I think Barkley's pretty much a lock in this 10 to 20 range. Um I think he I think maybe he he moves from like 10 to 20 to like 17 or 18 to like 9. So like 9 to 18 if he goes somewhere like I don't know the Bengals, you know, if they don't draft a a, a rookie this year that that or trade for somebody, then they're going to probably be in the in the Saquon Barkley market, you know, next season, next offseason. If let's say Barkley does hit the free agent market, I don't think he goes to a bad place. Smitty is subhuman. Thank you, Peanut Butter. Appreciate you. I have Barkley and Jacobs. If you guys want to dial in, the phone lines are open. I have Barkley and Jacobs in my Dynasty League. 
and I'm going to ride them one more year. I would consider trading Jacobs on the high because he's coming off a, a league-leading running back season, and if he doesn't perform anywhere close to that at, at some point during the year, you're not going to be able to get rid of him for anything. Right now, I feel like you could probably go after, especially across position, a doubted wide receiver like Alave. And Alave's not doubted to a major degree, but people doubt Carr enough that they doubt Alave a little bit. Um, Brees Hall being injured, maybe you can get rid of Jacobs and something for Brees Hall. Maybe you could go get the 1.2 for Jacobs. You know, have a Jameer Gibbs opportunity instead of Jacobs. There's, you know, you might have to give up something in order to cash in on that because Jacobs alone is hard to trade, even though he's coming off the big year. Uh, Barkley, though, my final thought on Barkley, and then we'll move on to, to Henry. My final thought on Barkley is that I think he's pretty much situation proof. If he stays in New York, he signs a long term deal. Let's say that happens. He signs a big long term deal. He's fine. We love him in New York. He's good in New York. If he doesn't get a long-term deal, he plays on the tag. You know, if he doesn't do well, you're screwed anyway, right? But if he, let's say you own him and he does well, he's probably not going to get tagged again because the cost of tagging a player two years in a row is a lot higher than tagging him the first year. You got to pay like 120% the tag amount. And it, it's not the, it's not just as simple as tagging him at that, that average at the top five. Two tags in a row, it becomes a lot more costly and it's happened before, but it's very rare. So the odds are he won't get tagged again. And if he balls out or even does well, he's going to have his choice of wherever he wants to go. And maybe the opportunities aren't like hugely um, impressive. But there's going to be one or two spots where he could go probably get a nice little deal. And I doubt he walks into a bad environment. The odds of him going into a worse environment are probably not. They're, they're, it's a, the odds are a lot greater that he's going to go to at least an equal or better opportunity than where he is right now in New York. So, in a nutshell, I, I'm I'm fine with Barkley no matter what happens with this contract. That's kind of the point of of what I wanted to get in here and talk about. Uh, let's see here. Move Depot, Brian Robinson for Jacobs and Madison. I'd rather. Have, uh, I hate to say this, bro. I hate to say this, Caleb, but I'd rather have uh, Debo and Brian Robinson. But I don't love Debo long-term either. And part of me wonders if you can flip the Jacobs side for even more. But I'd rather, even with my doubt of Debo, I don't like Jacobs at all in Dynasty. I just don't. And I, th- I feel like now is the time to trade him. But trust your gut on that because, I mean, bro, it could go a hundred different ways. And, and plus, you know, Debo, I just, I, I doubt him. I I on the for the long term staying healthy all the abuse he's taken running the ball but same thing with Jacobs and I don't trust Jacobs for a lot of reasons but one being Jimmy G one being that offense is going to look like crap he's going to see eight man front after eight man front he's going to be very disappointing this year he's probably not going to get the bag next year and get this massive fat contract because he's got to deliver this year on the tag in order to get that big payday and if he banks on himself you know versus holding out which he can't hold out anyway the fines are too crazy. There's no way he... The tag becomes his contract on July 17th. So it's not like he can just hold out. He's going to get fined. Because whether he signs the franchise tag or not, July 17th, it becomes his tag. And every day, and that's what he's getting paid. That's what he's getting slapped with. He's obligated to it. And if he tries to hold out to be difficult, he'll be fined. So 
Alave and Garrett and Dynasty buy high on Alave and Garrett Wilson and Dynasty. I can get behind that. I I think your the value is so much more. Um, like it's lower. The cost of entry is lower. The upside is the same, in my opinion, in Alave. Alave is the better buy. Garrett Wilson. I don't know if I would say buy high. I would say buy at his current cost of entry, not high. I don't I don't know that I'd ever tell someone to buy someone high when they're going in the top 12. Like buy them high. What are you going to buy them at? Seven overall, six overall. I, I like him at I like him at the top of two. Obviously, he's climbing into round one. In, in Dynasty, he's probably going number eight to 12. Um, would I buy him eight to 12? Sure. Do I think I'd buy him high? No. Like higher than that? No. I'd rather just go a little bit more bargain shopping on the Chris Olave level, which is probably just a, t- a tad lower, but he's going to be lower. I'd rather go get a Christian Watson and have a whole bunch more opportunity. So, like, let's say you have an eight overall pick and you're in a, in a startup draft in terms of buying via the draft. I'd trade that eight away to get a Christian Watson pick and also get another pick kind of right next to it. And in my third or fourth round, top of round four, bottom of three, I think Watson goes to the, the top of four at the very earliest in a dynasty startup because not too much is going to change. Some guys will climb. Some guys will fall. Eckler and Henry, those guys will fall out of the top four rounds potentially. And then, so yeah, a guy like Watson who's living in the middle to late fourth round, he could climb, but I think he probably falls short of getting into round three. So if you could give me like two borderline round four picks and I can get myself a Charbonnet and a Christian Watson for the Garrett Wilson player, give me the two players all day long because I love Christian Watson. We're on the Dynasty channel. Yes, we are. Peanut butter waivers. Hit that subscribe button, my guy. Uh, Do you think my side Kyler Evans what is this here Adam let me see what's he saying dial in if you guys got a question do you think my side Kyler Evans Fields is fair in the sense it won't get rejected by the guy (sighs) yeah I mean how can you argue in a dynasty you you can't get Kyler and Evans if you want it over Fields the field side I like more, but you can't. I mean, you reject that. You've got a dumb process in place. Not you, Ada, but your 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 league has a dumb process in place. Because that's ridiculous. If you can't, you know, trust your gut and say, "I love Kyler Murray. Give me Evans. I'm better off." Even though I love the field side, you should be able to make your you know a big boy move, a grown up move. Definitely, Smitty JSN in 24 first mid. Or Bijan single QB. I have Bijan leaning Bijan, but what do you think? So you're telling me you could m- potentially get JSN in a 24 mid first rounder, or a Bijan. Give me Bijan 100,000 times out of 100,000. But doesn't mean that like that other side couldn't deliver. Like, what if that mid turns into the number one Marvin Harrison Jr. because of injuries? You know what I mean? Like this guy might have a, a mid team right now, but let's say. Let's say he had, like last year, he had Javante and Brees Hall, and you're looking at his team going, he's a mid. He's a mid. He's got no wide receivers, but he's got Javante and Brees Hall. This was last year. And then the ACL tears, and then the guy, the guy scores the absolute worst amount of points. You, you never know. So, like, could this trade work out on the other other, other side? Yeah. But I, I take Bijan all day long. Yeah. Dan, 
the reach around man dan the man reaching around at a time is the pun there dan appreciate you dan the reacher i meant reject in a sense okay you got my side of the trade it's not gonna get will it get rejected i don't know i mean i, I would rather the the field side but you're, you're giving up a good amount. I mean, if you're giving away Kyler and this person can wait on their players, I mean, you're getting a, you're giving him a free Evans to downgrade his quarterback. And some would say if both are healthy, they like Kyler better. I wouldn't, but I'm saying some, peop, some people might say that. But uh, Sandu says, now the, now the time Barkley... Now the time Barkley one more year before turning 27, sell one year early. Yeah, I mean, there's some concern about him being, we always say 27's the, you know, the 29-30 range, you know, and Barkley is getting older, but if you're talking about right now, let's see, let's take a look at Barkley. Yeah, I mean, he will be 20, I mean, you make a good point that next year we're going to think a little differently, but I, I think he probably plays well at 28, and then I'm concerned. So if you're trading for him now, now mentality with future two years, um, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm not as high on him next year. Maybe I drop off a big amount after he turns 20, 27. But right now he's 26. Right now he just turned 26. He's got 26. He's got 27. So he's going to play at this 26-year-old age. He'll play at 27. And maybe he enters 28 playing at a high level for half of a year. And then you trade him. So it's like two and a half years of, of probably some good dominating football. So that's a long time though. Like I always say with like Cooper Cup. You know, leagues leagues fall apart more times than stay together for like five or ten years. So a lot of the time I, I'll buy Cooper Cup in a dynasty. Because two years is a long time. I feel I feel like Barkley's gonna have the two years and then we're gonna take it year to year. Probably selling high and getting out, but two years, twenty-six years old, twenty-seven years old, he enters twenty-eight. It's still a concern. But two and a half years, let's say, you know. So I mean it depends if you can sell them now like depends what your build's like. If you're worried about the future and you you know your league's staying together. Then yeah, I'd, I'd rather put Barkley with a, a pick and go get Walker. You know, go get a wide receiver. Every year, Smitty latches on to the new rookie running back. I'd take Najee over Bijan. Every year, Smitty. So uh, that's funny, bro. <laughs> you act like I'm the first. First, first of all, I I love that you're giving me some sort of like credit. As if I'm the only one doing this. <laughs> I wish. I wish, bro. But, bro, you're probably one of one out of every 50 people we run across. Maybe one out of 100 share your point of view here. You know, and you're, you're almost saying it like everyone's agreeing with you. They're all standing behind you. <laughs> like, Smitty latches on to the new rookie running back. Uh, do I? Oftentimes, I do, but... Are they always the right rookie running back? Does everybody always pick the right one? No. There are always a lot of rookies. The year Kamara broke out, no one was attaching themselves to Alvin Kamara, bro. 
So it's not always just the top back I'm attaching myself to. Your boy loved Kenneth Walker, Ezekiel. Where was Kenneth Walker going in fantasy football 2022? In the ninth round. Okay, so no one was attaching themselves to Kenneth Walker on a massive scale. And I was there for it. And it worked out pretty darn well. Damian Pierce, garbage. He's going to be awful. The people that believed me and came in here, Ezekiel, drafted him. And then they cut him because they didn't have patience, bro. And then what did Damian Pierce do? Helped people climb up and, and, and get a bunch of wins, make the playoffs. And maybe he tailed off a little here and there, but he got people to the promised land. And it's like, bro, you got to know which rookies to like. And, and for you to say, no offense, Ezekiel. I mean, you, you're, you're, you're the one with the little, you know, underhanded slap at your boy, which I'm fine. It doesn't bother me. But like, I latch on to the new rookie running back. You're you're probably sitting by yourself like a Najee over Bijan. I don't. I honestly think think I could ask a hundred straight people, and I think you'd be the only one. In fact, let's ask everybody in the chat. And I appreciate you, Ezekiel. I don't want you to think I don't I don't like you, but but I mean, bro, this comment like doesn't. Everybody, everybody but you loves Bijan over Zeke uh, over of Zeke over Najee. Uh, everybody vote in the chat. Does anybody think that Najee is better than Bijan Robinson? Let's see if there's one person. Uh, new rumor, the New York Jets have shown interest in DeAndre Hopkins. Let's see if anybody in this room. No, ca- no cap, Smitty, just saying. I appreciate you, uh, Ezekiel. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at you at all. But I think there's not one person in here that's going to agree with you. Not one. So I'm just saying it. It's funny. It's a funny statement because it's like you could have picked something else. Like, oh, Smitty always likes three rookie running backs ranked higher than anybody else. But you like, you're, it's like coming in here saying Smitty always loves the rookie wide receiver when Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be the one that we're talking about. <laughs> Let's see if anybody loves Najee more than Bijan. Let's see if we can find the entire rest of the show, Ezekiel. One person that agrees with this comment. One person, because you say it like it's obvious, bro. And like there's four or five people standing behind you. Let's go through every comment until we find somebody. I highly doubt anybody, highly doubt anybody is even remotely in your ballpark, bro. Let's see if we can even find a maybe or they're close, but I'd take Bijan. Let's see if we can find one. One person, bro. Uh, I like Najee, but Bijan way more talent. Uh, Bijan not close. Bijan not Najee, bro. Bijan not close. Sorry, Ron, but hell no to Bijan is better. Najee is a volume back. Bijan on the Chargers or JSN on the Texans. Um, I mean, Bijan. Bijan to the moon. What's up, media? Media, I can never tell if you're retired or not, bro. Are you still doing your thing? I thought you were tired. Come on, people. Be brave. (laughs) This poor guy. Ezekiel, come on, bro. You really believe that people are holding back? <laughs> I do. What do you? Where you been? First of all, 
Where have you been? Are you, how come you haven't been on the main channel? Did you get blocked or something? How, do, how are you not on the main channel, number one? Number two, how are you saying this? It, you're, it's, like you're, it's like you've been in a coma for like two years and you've come out of a coma and you have no idea what the, the temperature of the room is. Read the room, pal. This comment here, come on, people, be brave. As if there's a single person in here, Ezekiel, that's holding back because they're scared that I'm going to get mad at them because they disagree with me. There's not one person in here, bro. Not one person in here that is going to side with you. <laughs> Even if I was the Najee from last year, still Bijan. I love this. <laughs> Everyone's afraid to tell you, Smitty. <laughs> Smitty, it's basically, there are a couple people probably in here in the back. <laughs> Bro, Najee's a third rounder, and we're scared to death to draft him in the third round. Bijan could finish as running back one overall in my mind, but let's say I'm a little optimistic there. Bijan Robinson is pretty much in everybody's 8 to 14 overall. Absolute locked. Absolute locked. Um, I never what? You never what? Where are you? Why are you not on the main show? And what what is going on, bro? Where have you been? You've been, I'm worried about you. I feel like you've been in a coma for the last like few months because you, 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 you didn't know Najee had a bad year last year. I feel like he got hit in the head right before the season and he think he just didn't know how it, it turned out. You know, like Najee was really highly ranked. <laughs> Come on, people be brave. <laughs> be brave. Stand up to Schmitty. Stand up to him. Don't let him. Don't let him influence you into not taking Najee over Bijan. Um, the the argument for at cost. You know, I I understand that, but I will argue, and watch out for my boy. He, he he's talking about cost. If you want to dial in, we'll go we'll go value for value on this, but. Essentially, if you go to, I'll just go to the board right now and explain it, but you can feel free to call in. And Ezekiel, if you want to call in and argue your point, I'm, I'm all ears. I won't yell at you. I'll give you a fair, unbiased, and open floor. But if we go to the board here and we say to ourselves in round one, let's say we take Bijan right here at the top of round two. So Bijan here and in round three, we take Najee Harris, okay? At cost is what I read somewhere. Someone said they liked the cost of Najee. Put on a brave face when I said Najee at cost. <laughs> but look at it from this perspective. And let me ask you, watch out for my boy. What wide receiver would you rather have right here instead of Bijan? Throw out whatever player you like. Smitty, you're being a meanie. I'm not being a meanie, bro. You just you came in and said, Smitty, you always attach yourself to, to a rookie. Like you're the one that started it. I'm not being mean. I'm merely saying, like, you're you come into the live stream and you act like I'm 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 like biasly attaching myself to a rookie and running you all down a, a course of, of disaster is how that comes across. And I'm just merely telling you, like, th this is not even the player that you should pick to have that discussion like say something about Charbonnet like Smitty Charbonnet is the third running back and you tout him like he's going to be a top 10 running back that's crazy 
Um, give me a wide receiver. Lamb. Okay, Lamb. Lamb. Lamb's going around one, so it's a perfect one. So if we say Bijan and Lamb, and I say Alave, so to go against your cost of entry argument, and I'm, I'm not. I'm fine with your answer if it is. You still rather have the Najee side, but is cost of entry still an issue? Because I'll have Bijan and Alave. You'll have Lamb and Najee. So if you do believe, watch out for my boy, that Bijan is a lot better than Najee, but you like the cost of entry. Is the difference between these two enough to, to bridge that gap? Because if it's me, I'd rather have Bijan and Alave all day long, twice on Saturdays, four times on Sundays. And so cost of entry doesn't really play in, 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 into it because the cost of entry on the other side of that coin with the other player that you would draft in place of the player I would draft makes it to where I'm still, I think, making out better on the deal. You know what I'm saying? Zeke is a free agent. Bijan in Atlanta, that'd be good. Maybe Garrett Wilson. Man, AJ Brown. Ezekiel, I'm not mad at you, but where have you been? I, you're only on the Dynasty channel. Something tells me maybe you, one of the moderators booted you or something. Because I, I don't remember the last time I've seen you on the main channel. I feel like you just think this is the first time I've gone live, but we're on the Dynasty channel. You're not as high on Alave. What about... What other wide receiver could we put here that would test your, the limits of your... Of your theory. And it's okay if you really do believe it. You heard it here first. Najee will be a top three running back. I like him. I, You know, I don't trust him yet to be anywhere near where I'm drafting Bijan. But I don't dislike Najee Harris. I just don't think Najee... There's a reason he's going in the, in the third round. And still has a little bit of question... You know, so I don't, I don't like the thing is Ezekiel. I don't hate your take. Like if you think if you think Najee's gonna finish his running back one, I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blast you. I'm merely defending myself when you say I attach myself like a, a reckless uh, abandon, like a taking my people down a wrong path. You just attach yourself to the rookie running back. You're gonna run everybody into the ground, Smitty. That's how you came across you could come in and say Najee's number one and I'm gonna go I disagree but I respect the bold take my guy Smitty he was on the darkness retreat maybe I definitely get what you mean even at cost it's close and easy arguable exactly I just wish I could come up with a wide receiver let's see here who's a wide receiver that would make you flip and in all fairness you know St. Brown St. Brown's going to go in the third round in a dynasty startup. Do you like St. Brown more than Olave? Because you could you could easily argue St. Brown. So St. Brown and Bijan versus Najee and Lamb. Or Najee and Garrett Wilson. Why don't you like, uh, by the way, why don't you like Olave? Watch out for my boy. I love Olave. All right, well, appreciate you either way, Ezekiel. I'm not I'm not mad at you in any way, bro. You just, you know, someone comes at me with a, a take about something. I, you know, I'm going to address it. Garrett, Wilson, or Lamb. Smitty is just predicting, and that's why he is a 
attached to Bijan Robinson. Me, I'm, I'm I'm attached to Bijan Robinson, not because I'm predicting media. I'm attached to Bijan Robinson because he's the number one player in the NFL, in the NFL at the running back position. Immediately when he steps in into the NFL and onto a field, it's been a while. Um, Josh Najee is one of those players that I typically don't draft. I hear you. Najee could finish top three. Because he's playing injured. He was playing injured, yes. It's true, he could have a much better year. Charbonnet versus Gibbs is closer than people give credit. I love Charbonnet. Charbonnet could easily be the number two running back after Lanny Sponsor handed out. Zay or Jordan Addison? Probably Jordan Addison based on landing spot, but like Zay Flowers quietly was my number one ranked wide receiver based on skill. By the way, I love Bijan. Just happened to love Najee as well. I can understand and appreciate that. Um, Najee definitely has top five upside. This is Mr. Random Prankster. He was three his rookie year. Yeah, I mean, I loved him. A ton, bro, his rookie year. I mean, we had him at number 10 overall, and we got blasted for it. I'm sure Ezekiel came in here and said, Smitty, you're always attaching yourself to a young rookie running back. And we did. Najee Harris, we ranked at 10. And people said, you can't take him at 10. And we said, yeah, you can. And he he blew up and had a monster year. So I love Najee, man. I mean, I probably ranked him higher than any channel out there his rookie year. I, I think I did. I Find a channel that had him at 10. Probably nobody. So we had we had him pretty high, but I mean he fell flat on his face last year, and it's just you know a wait and see. Plus, Bijan's just a generational guy. Najee's not generational. Najee's in a good spot, gets good volume. He's a good player. He can catch the football, but the difference between Najee and Bijan is like the difference between Zeke Elliott and Pollard right now. <laughs> like Bijan's amazing, bro. He's generational. Where would Zay have to go for him to become your wide receiver one? That's a great question, bro. Let's look at the NFL draft and just take a gander at this first round. I guess I would say, you know, Houston would be interesting with, let's say, Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young. And I think maybe Stroud, too. I think... uh, Buffalo could be interesting long-term. Chargers. Um, New England, if they traded for Lamar, and I want them nowhere near New England if they don't. I would say the Bears are interesting long-term, but DJ Moore will definitely command a lot right away. And uh, the Colts would be interesting if they got Anthony Richardson, or but the Colts would have to find another pick to get him. But I would say overall, based on the current board as it is, the Chargers. Clear as day, top spot, top landing spot for any wide receiver, to be honest. Because it's an open door to the long-term role. So I'd definitely say the Chargers at the end of the day. Punch that thumb up button on your way in the door or on the way out. Appreciate all of you. 
talent-wise, Bijan over Najee, absolutely. Smitty loved Najee, called him, said he would take him top six his rookie year. Great call by him. Thank you, Sandu. In in my, uh, to be honest, I, I had him pretty high again last year. I did get out right before the draft started, though. Or before that, before most people drafted, I said get out quick. You know, I I, I I pulled the plug. I did like him earlier on, but I pulled the plug. I forget what point we pulled the plug on it, but once he's, his foot was injured, it was like, bro, run. I think some people had drafted by then, but not not everybody. Not a majority of drafts had taken place yet for redraft. But as soon as he hurt his foot, it was like, oh my God, Liz Frank injury. What are we talking about here? And so we kind of pulled the plug early. Rock out in the building. What's up, Rock out? Yeah, Brees Hall, man, to the moon. Zay Flowers to the Vikings as wide receiver two behind JJ. Uh, maybe, maybe not, bro. I mean, I mean, Osborne's there. I don't know how long Cousins is going to be there. What happens if, you know, he ends up elsewhere in, in two years from now. And JJ kind of, you know what I mean? Like, why, why do we want, why do we want Zay Flowers to be held back from ever being the number one wide receiver for his team. You know what I mean? You want him to go to the Chargers where he could be the the top wide receiver within a year or two. You know, you don't want him going somewhere where he's got a a, a, a governor on his ability to reach the number one wide receiver level. You know what I'm saying? Smitty had just joined a new sleeper draft. We're going to need you for when I draft. All right, I'll, I mean, I'll do my best, my guy. Are you? Oh, you're on my. You're on my uh, text line, right? Just send me a, a text, bro. Are you on my text line? I think you are, right? If not, leave me voice messages in the IG uh, text room. I think you're in that one, right? As a Vikings fan, Osborne is is boo boo. Says watch out for my boy. I'm not a huge fan of Osborne, but I guess what I'm trying to say is. Why on earth would you want him to be second fiddle to JJ when he could go be the number one? He could he could go be the top dog in in, in LA. You know what I mean? And be a Charger sleeper pick for Zay would be the Jags. Calvin kind of old. How old is Calvin really? Is he twenty seven? Calvin really twenty eight? Yeah. Good call. Long term? No, I just call into the show. Okay, yeah. D- dial in anytime you want help with it, bro. You can also get on the Instagram. If you go to my Instagram, you click on the subscribe button for $4.99 a month. And you could just do it the one month you're drafting. Like do it in August when you're drafting and do it like this month while you're drafting. That's literally uh, less than five. Then it's less than five bucks a month, bro. Just for two months. So 10 bucks total. And you can leave voicemails daily in the voicemail chat group. So it might be the best $4.99 you invest in this month and invest in August. And you could cancel or keep it. Uh, check it out. Go to subscribe on my Instagram if any of you want to be a part of that. I got to go. I wanted to come in here and drop a Dynasty show. I appreciate everybody in here. Ze- Ezekiel, I'm glad to see you. Watch out for my boy. Glad to see you. Sandu, Mr. Random, Living Legend, Rock Out, Ada, um, Peanut Butter and Waivers. Appreciate you, my guy. And uh, and Josh, who else is in here? If I missed anybody, I'm sorry. Almighty buffoons in the house. 
Is he the guy who also said Fields is Fields stinks? I don't think Ezekiel Ezekiel's been in the old the old uh, the on the main channel for a while, so he wasn't there. Romez, appreciate you. Uh, Dan Grimm, my boy, Cop Watch, appreciate you. All right, guys, I'll see you all tomorrow. Later, media. Where would Zay rank as a tw comparative to the 2021 prospects? Oh, you mean 2022? You mean the sophomores? So like the Lave class? Um, depends where he goes. I don't know if I want to say yet because where he goes will matter. If he lands in, let's say, L.A., I think he could easily be at the three, four, or five spot out of that crew. You know, like pick a, maybe even above Pickens if he was in a Chargers uniform, but maybe still below Watson, Olave, and Garrett Wilson, if you know what I mean, and below Drake London. So I would still have all four of those guys ahead of him, but maybe maybe tied with with uh, Pickens if he was in a Chargers uniform. Later, everybody. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed.